This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Welcome to Business Executive Interviews, brought to you by Flevy.com. Improve the growth and efficiency of your organization by leveraging Flevy's library of business frameworks and analysis tools. For more information, visit Flevy.com. That's F-L-E-V-Y, Flevy.com. Our guest on this segment helps companies of all sizes to wow their customers by unlocking new areas of growth through defining, measuring, improving customer experience across all parts of their customers' journeys with a focus on customer insights, strategy, process, improvement, and cultural change. As founder and principal at CustCore Consulting, Shane Goldberg has a strong customer experience strategy and business improvement background from the multiple projects they've undertaken as a firm with leading Australian firms, as well as from 12 years working with Telstra across the customer experience, business improvement, and product management spaces. So we've got a great expert here. He's, of course, an author contributing to the Flevy.com platform. Let's welcome Shane Goldberg. He joins us from Melbourne, Australia. Welcome to the program, Shane. Hi, it's great to chat to you. Absolutely. So highest level, why is customer experience so critical in today's market, probably any market, right? Why is it so critical? Yeah, um, customer experience is actually becoming more and more critical for companies to compete. Um, There's quite a lot of research showing that probably in a year or two, customer experience is going to be the most important thing that companies compete on. Customers are expecting a great customer experience from what they've seen from companies like Amazon and Apple and things like that. There's a lot of research to show that if customers get a bad experience, about 70 70 to 80% of them will actually quit the company and go somewhere else. And more and more research showing that customers will spend more if they they get a great customer experience. Wow. And Shane, I'm curious about something. There has been some data or some research or written pieces about the millennials, particularly being sensitive to the way they're treated by companies that they deal with. Have you found that there is a generational bias in any way or is 
is this something that's been going on for years and we're just getting more to be more aware of it or it's bubbling up on some other level? I think it's something that's been going on for years, but it's actually becoming more and more prevalent. And to your point, millennials expect to be treated well. Um, and they have grown up in a world where they where companies are focused on trying to treat them well. So that's what they expect from all their all the services they buy, all the companies, all the products. Um, so it's becoming more and more prevalent. But I'd say it's throughout all generations. There are so many kinds of businesses, and I imagine you're working with them across the gamut. Tell us about sort of your portfolio of customers that you interact with. I'm going to guess that there are certain principles that are ubiquitous to all businesses, but they each have different nuances, right? So so start with the question, are you working with businesses across a wide spectrum of uh, sectors? Yeah, totally. Um, I don't specialize in any certain sector. Um, I've worked across everything from childcare to health insurance to online retail, telco, IT, finance, everything. Um, yeah, so I work across all sectors. And, and to your point, there are definitely common principles across all of them. Um, but there are certain specialized things in each of those sectors. And so in terms of your process, what does that look like you as you begin to help a company improve? And then we can talk about some of the how-tos based on you know what you're seeing with your clients. Yeah, sure. So a big part of the start is helping companies to understand their customers. It's quite amazing how many companies, even very large ones, don't really know who their customers are and what they think of, about the service or the product that they are giving. Yeah. Often leaders in companies and companies think they understand, but it's really from anecdotes or from one or two experiences, not a detailed understanding. So first thing I really do is help companies to understand by doing things like surveys, uh, but more and more in-depth customer interviews because surveys and uh, people will, will probably have experienced a lot of online surveys and a, a lot of people don't respond to them. But when it comes to interviews, you can really get very good insights. That's so fascinating. And, and so that sounds like something you could do, I guess, what, by phone or Skype or in person? Or, is there, or does it happen differently depending on the customer? It varies a lot. But yeah, often it's by phone. In-depth interviews can take, in certain cases, uh, where I'm doing business to business, 30 to 60 minutes. But I've also got a company that I work with that specializes in just doing three to five minute consumer interviews over the phone. Wow. So behind the not knowing our customers, and by the way, I may be a member of that club, but in the world you work in, behind not knowing our customers, what other mistakes do you see your clients making? Yeah, so definitely a big mistake for those companies that are measuring their customers and understanding them is not doing anything with that information or that data. Um, so I, I often see, especially the larger companies have rolled out big systems or something like that, but really they have no way of turning that into something they can actually action and improve. So it's very important for companies to be able to turn what they do know and about the customers and what the customers say into something that is actionable and can be improved. And then more and more, and you talked about the work I do, I do at the start, more and more work around cultural change in companies because it's becoming clearer that the people in a company really drive the customer experience, whether or not the company has actual employees that deal with customers over the phone or in stores or uh, creating websites or something like that. If those people are not thinking about the customer all the time, then the company is going to fail to actually give a customer experience that matters. So the culture is really critical. That's really interesting, you know, that even if you're not front facing to a customer that 
that, that, that you should carry the customer knowing them, their needs, the end game of that end engagement with them at all times because it informs processes from all parts of a business, not just the front line. So that's, that's exactly. really, really key. I can see that. We're visiting with Shane Goldberg. He's with CustCore.com. They are based in Melbourne, Australia, www.custcore, that's C-U-S-T-C-O-R-E.com.au. Are there hidden things that companies you see are doing wrong other than some of the factors we've already talked about in this segment thus far? Anything else that's hiding? Sure. Um, one of the things that I often talk to companies about, because I don't see it a lot, is what I call feedback loops. And that is, there are really two feedback loops in a company. One is from the customers. And what I mean by feedback loops is a way for customers to give feedback about what they see, what they want improved, what they want changed, mm -hmm. which some companies are doing. But probably the most hidden one is the employee feedback loop. So this is where people in the company, in your team, have a way to give feedback on what needs to improve for themselves and for customers. There's often people at the front lines that are customer facing, they really know what's going on with customers and what needs to change for customers to improve. But especially in bigger companies, they don't really have a way to get to the people that matter to actually change things. So building in that type of feedback loop, I have found just gives great benefits to companies. Shane, does your company, I mean, as you come out the sort of what I'll call the, 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 the later stages of analysis and recommendations, do you actually help your clients implement some of the, the changes and the doing something with the information, quote unquote? Is that something you guys help with directly? We do, definitely. Uh, it's something that I've actually focused on uh, doing with clients because I've seen too many consultants where they produce a nice pack and some paper and then they hand it over and that's it and then the company's just got to work out what to do with it so i actually focus in our company on helping our clients actually turn that into practice and make real changes great to hear it's otherwise it's kind of like now what uh, i've got some good information but i don't know how to implement which might be the hardest part of it all or certainly it's up there changing exactly. cultures changing behaviors of employees do you work in the B2C and the B2B or, or, uh, or one of the other? What, I know you're broad in terms of sectors, but are you dealing with, with uh, end customers as well as B2B? Yeah, definitely both. I actually enjoy working across both because they are quite different. Traditionally, the customer experience work quite often has been focused on B2C work across the market, but I actually find there's huge opportunities in B2B because companies haven't really thought about this too much. And you can find out so much from B2B customers about what they want, what they expect. And it's all around relationships. Yeah, it's all about really engaging. It's people. It's people stuff. Yes. You're really doing applied psychology, but you're, you're kind of systematizing it for your clients because they can't, they're not able to do, think of it and boil it down to a few steps and inputs and outputs the way you do. It's so brilliant. Let's talk a little bit. You, uh, you are an author with Flevy.com. You contribute to the platform. What can we find there in terms of the work you're doing at Flevy? Uh, yeah, so there's actually two pieces of work on Flevi at the moment. Um, the first is the Customer Experience Strategy Canvas. That's a one-page document that companies can use to capture their customer experience strategy. That was created because I found there was not a great document or documents out there to actually capture a customer experience strategy for companies. And the ones that were were long, like 80 to 100 sort of pages and yeah. detailed business plan. So this is a one-pager. The other one, and I talked about it earlier, is a customer experience cultural assessment. 
Um, so it's important for companies to understand how customer focused all their people are. So that's a quick tool that they can use to basically diagnose in the company how customer centric all their people are. It's so good to be with you, Shane, and uh, the work you're doing at Flevi. You can find the work of Shane and his company, CustCore www.custcore.com.au at flevy.com, of course. Shane Goldberg, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. For flevy.com, I'm David Wolf. Shane, thanks so much. Thanks, David. Thanks for listening to Business Executive Interviews, brought to you by flevy.com. Improve the growth and efficiency of your organization by leveraging Flevy's library of business frameworks and analysis tools. Find them at flevy.com. That's F-L-E-V-Y, flevy.com. Remember, you can hear more interviews like these by subscribing to the flevy.com channel on YouTube or the Business Executive Interviews podcast on iTunes.